Welcome to You, Me, and the SEC, the podcast about the intersection of SEC football and culture. We've got a little bit of a new setup tonight. You're like a long way away from me. Yeah, and by a long way away, like six feet. It's such a... It's just, it's it's COVID. That's why we're doing this, right? Yes, yes. We're in the middle of contact tracing. No, we're not. We're not. That was a joke. We need to be clear. We need to be clear. Okay, can we not joke about that yet? I think it's too soon. It's too soon. Okay. When when will COVID jokes be appropriate? I don't know, but you're. I do feel like it's too soon. Even as I said that, I was like, Ugh, I'm just tired. It's like when it's poor um, you know, all these TV shows that have like Im- implemented uh, masks and COVID stuff like on their show, like as as part of the series. So like the plot, like the plot includes, includes COVID right. and stuff. And I'm just like, I don't want to see that on my TV. Yeah, we're watching a show right now that's doing that. Yes. It's not really hit. It's starting to hit. Yeah, the morning show. Right. Is that okay? Can we say that? Can we say that? I think so. Apple TV, do you want to sponsor us? <laughs> I know. That'd we, be awesome. We need new equipment. Yeah, That's we one do. of the things. That you, and Apple, I bet, could give us some good equipment. I bet they could figure it out for yeah. us. Um, this is, my goal is to be sponsored by somebody affiliated with like ABC or ESPN because then we get to go to Disney World. Yeah, that's really the dream. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. All for the perks. Yes, uh, I don't know if Apple TV could swing that for us. I know. What What would we get? Like a trip to where's Apple? We like could get Northern California. We could get unlimited AirPods. Listen, because for that, us, that, that, that is that necessary. would be something that would be and great. And us, I mean me. I understand. It's me. Yeah. Uh, so week four. Listen, the SEC is racking up the awesomeness. It's really starting to be fun because if you check those SEC East standings, you know who's on top. That would be, go ahead and say it. Georgia. That No, 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 no. If you look at the graphic, they're not in the lead. I don't know why, because G is before K in the alphabet. Mm-hmm. But who's on top? Who's in Kentucky. first? That's right. That's right. 2-0, and o, SEC. That's exciting for y'all. Um, who do you play next week? We play Chomp Chomp next week. I already, we'll have a- I already knew. Set you up for that one. I still never figured out what the term was. Set 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 up, like throw up. Alley oop. We talked about that. Yeah, but you don't call like alley oop. I'm throwing you. I'm throwing it up to you. I'm setting throwing it up. It up. I think setting it up is. I said that, and you were volleyball. like, "That's a volleyball term." Right, but that would be appropriate. Okay. Whatever. Well, I felt like you were not as supportive last time about me saying set it up. So, okay. Anyways, so yes, Kentucky's on the top. Um, I don't know. There wasn't like a, I don't, did you feel like there was a lot of surprises this weekend? <sighs> as you know, I have not been on the Arkansas train. I was surprised how that game started. Um, but, all in all, really, no. I don't think there were a lot of surprises. Uh, but I feel like the um, the plot lines are... Deve- like, this week was a... It's like in a TV show when you have this, like, 10-episode series and you need an episode to just lay the context or exposition to set you up for something awesome later. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what this gotcha. week did, is that this week was a critical tie-in that kept... Uh, as many characters in the loop as possible. Mm-hmm. With, and for example, what I mean by that, LSU. 
Okay, they start off today by beating Mississippi State Mm 28-25. I think most people would argue that LSU is a more compelling character in the story of the SEC than Mississippi State is. Mm -hmm. Uh, No offense to all our cowbell ringing friends in Stark Vegas. Mm. I think people want to see LSU and Coach O as a a factor and a primary uh, character in this story. Mm-hmm. So I felt like that that if LSU lost that game, like their story's basically over. Right. But I feel like we needed to sacrifice someone in the West, and I feel like we did that with Mississippi State. Yeah, I agree. I think that Mississippi State has definitely taken a step back. I think we thought, like listening, going back and listening to our old our episode, our preview, we thought that was going to be Arkansas. We thought Arkansas yeah, was they would be the be, one that kind they of did not. Well, no, they didn't, and uh, and I think that the combination of LSU winning and then Arkansas winning because I think A and M is is going to be a player until they lose like three or four games mm-hmm. in in the West just for their status from last year, and then of course you have Ole Miss who is off, and then uh, Auburn. We'll get to them uh, continuing to play their role. So, like I said, I really felt like it was a week. That even though it didn't have like a wow moment, and even that A and M Arkansas game was not the best like game to watch. It wasn't the most entertaining mm-hmm. uh, for the neutral, but it was uh, it was a game that or a week that again I think sets us up for the future and for next week, which looks to be awesome. Right, next week, which we'll get to later this week, um, is a lot more compelling. I think hopefully on Thursday when we record that, I will be a little more enthusiastic about the lineup than I was last week. Um, how about the um, – so Tennessee-Florida kind of went the same we, way we thought it would. Bama-Southern Miss. Is that right? Southern Miss? Southern Miss, yeah. yeah. Went about the same way we thought it would, and Georgia Vandy kind of went the way we thought it would. It sounds like we have a lot to say this week. I know. It's well, like, I mean, thanks for showing up, guys. It it happened. Everyone held serve. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, you're right. Like, I mean, we are all about the narrative, and um, like Ben said, you know, I think Arkansas took a step forward. I think AM took a step back. I think I personally feel LSU didn't take a step forward. They just stayed the same. Okay. And I think Mississippi State took a step back. But again, sometimes you st- stay the same. I mean, where you are it's k- gets you to the next week. So that's mm-hmm. that's a okay. Yeah. We should throw a little spice in here by saying that my two lane lock of the week hit. It did. It hit. And it even did. though uh, Missouri's kicker, I think Sam Mevis is his name, sure. M E V I S, who throws a little junk in the trunk to kick the kick the football. If you've ever seen oh, him. Oh, no. Play. What does that even mean? The phrase junk in the trunk, yes, that would refer to he's got a little bit of a a broader backside, so to oh, speak. Well, he throws some junk in the trunk. I didn't know what that phrase meant. Oh, he's I, did I say throws junk yes. in the trunk? You said so he, he throws just got some... a few groceries and just threw it back there. I thought maybe he like swung his butt around. He just swung his butt, huh? Kick the ball. Well, whatever gets it through. Well, and he did. 56 yards. A a really competitive and interesting game between Missouri and that ACC powerhouse this year, Boston College. Yeah, you know. Uh, which we had a long discussion on Saturday about just the idea of Boston College. Mm-hmm. Um, but in any case, Missouri hits a, a field goal right at the buzzer uh, to get it to overtime and then uh, throws an interception. Mm-hmm. Uh, in overtime that, that leads to the loss. Really, uh, for Missouri, it's not really, it's not a thing. 
honestly. Right. It might cost them a more um, a more lucrative uh, bowl opportunity. Potentially, maybe this is a instead of the Music City Bowl, they're now in the Liberty Bowl in Memphis or something, or Texas Bowl or something like that. But I think it, 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 it's not something that Missouri fans should get all upset about. Uh, I think we all should be praising again because, again, the two-lane lock of the week hit, and I think I should be praised for that. All right. Um, sure. I, I mean, I, I'm not going to praise you, but if somebody else wants to, that's fine. Um, well, thank you. Sorry. Thank Actually, you. I did go back and listen to it to like our old episode today, and I was like, oh, yeah, Ben did predict that. But it wasn't like anything that was like super – I didn't feel impressed. I was just like, uh. Okay. Thanks for that. So the other, the only game that we haven't talked about is Auburn Georgia State. Yes, and um, this one how exactly we, like we, are, we thought. Well, hold on, we are eight and a half minutes in, and you're saying that we've talked about every game yes, in I'm eight and a half you, minutes. I, I told Listen, you. Listen, here's have what a I feel like is say. here's like what I uh, feel like is happening right now. That we just kind of open this thing up, and you're like, well, this game happened. And then this game happened. And then this game happened. And, oh, look at that. We've already talked about all the games. I guess let's just talk about Auburn. Do you have somewhere to be? Like, do you have do you have something going on tonight? I mean, what, what's what's going on? I don't. You just, I just have no respect not, for the SEC this week. No, I'm just not a fan of talking about things that don't need to be talked about that much. I just feel like they're really, you know, if we're – there's we didn't move it forward that much listen, this week. Listen, just because Georgia won by 250 points doesn't mean that you can just bail out and say, well, you know, and, and and listen, I want you all to 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 think on this. And I need your feedback because Georgia is up 35 nothing after the first quarter over a glorified middle school football team, Aww. the Vanderbilt Commodores, and I go into our playroom uh, where there is a uh, a TV a playroom for the girls, not for I don't know, whatever. Um, <laughs> but I go in there, and Brittany is not watching the Georgia game. You are you. Georgia's up thirty-five to nothing, mm-hmm. and it would be an excellent time to watch Georgia play and revel in their victory. Um, and you're watching LSU Mississippi State. So, There's like, just, is this good fan behavior, or are you doing homework for the pod? Like, well, yes, that's a good excuse. Oh, there I'm it is. Going. How about that? <laughs> like how let's set that up for you. I know. You know, I said it, set it up. Yes, you know, Ben and I have talked about this before. How there's like different football viewers. There's people who, and um, I know a lot of people who really only want to watch Georgia football, right? Like, I just want to watch Alabama football. I just want to watch Tennessee football. Um, they don't, they're not really interested in anything outside of that, except for how their team is doing. Um, and then there's people who want to watch football just like, Oh, look, here's a random good game. And I'll watch that. Right. Baylor, Uh, Iowa state. Is that a really good? It was this weekend. Okay. Uh Sure. Okay. Um, well I'm not that broad, but I was like to say, I do count myself as a football fan not just a Georgia fan. And when Georgia is up 35 to nothing, I mean, I watched the first half, first quarter and it was just, it wasn't, it was, it was fun, but it was a little too fun. I don't know. It was just like, boom, boom, boom. Like they just kept scoring and the LSU Mississippi State. I feel like I'm on the defense right now. Why am I on the defense right now? Well, you're just continuing to walk into my narrative that I've created for you this season. 
in that you're almost Georgia is almost too good, and like there's just no joy and no, there's joy in it. But the LSU Mississippi State was also was closer, and I had to eat lunch, and it was like five minutes of peace <laughs> that yeah, I had five, that day. Five minutes of peace in the Osborne House is to be treasured. That's true. Yes. That's true. We were trying to honestly. Watch. What was the truth was is that you were watching the Ryder Cup. And you had gone upstairs for some reason. I was cleaning the bathroom. Okay. and um, As one does during SEC football action. <laughs> and um, I was I got my lunch finally. And I can't remember. I think the girls had a popsicle. So I was like, okay, I have like five to ten minutes. And that's what the LSU game was what was on. And I didn't know where that it. I know, but I don't know how. I didn't turn it. But last time I looked in there, it was on the Ryder Cup. Can can we just pause for a second? Yes. Can you say the word on again? On. Say it again. On. One more time. On. What? What do you say? On. On. You like went into like Yankee mode there. I know. I'm sorry. On. 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 It's like, hi, Chicago. <laughs> it was on. I don't know. Say Is that again. how I normally say it? I don't, I don't know. You just like threw in some sort of accent there. Well, I didn't mean to. And when you did that, you're you're well reasoned. Clearly, you're listening to what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I was I was listening, but I'm saying <laughs> that when you distracted. when you said on, I'm like. <laughs> you sounded like Oaken from Frozen. One. <laughs> oh, okay, Oaken. Yes. Okay, all right. Anyways, I did not turn it from the Georgia game to the LSU Mississippi State game. It was already on is that better that's better that's better um and i was too lazy to turn it that is the true story yeah okay it is all right well and i feel attacked but but here's the thing here's the thing and i know they can you know kentucky football is not good in the in the like the georgia level as in we've i don't remember the last time we've been up 35 to nothing in any game ever um but i feel like in that scenario i would be watching every single play Mm-hmm. And like just like dialed in, even if it was like a blowout to that extent. Yeah. So it's just interesting. I don't well, know. Well, you and I watch sports differently. We and do. I have a lot of opinions about that that I'm not going to share here. So. Wow. Okay. I hear that <laughs> passive aggressiveness. I know. <laughs> um. So anyway, um, where were we? I don't know. You're just attacking <laughs> me. Is what I feel. I'm not attacking. I'm not attacking at all. I'm making good conversation about. <sighs> The way we watch sports. Um, we did have, uh, we just checked out a little bit a while ago, going back to that Auburn game. Um, so Auburn, of course, played Penn State uh, last week and um, played well up in College Park or State College. College Park's where Maryland plays. Uh, and State College in Pennsylvania didn't come through with the win. But this week was the patented, oh, we're back home, we're playing a team from the Sun Belt, and it's not going to be much of a, a challenge at all. And Georgia State led the entire game. They were up 24-12 to at halftime. Georgia State put 21 points on the board in the second quarter, uh, and Auburn was in, in a good bit of trouble. And I think that any goodwill that you've gained, remember I talked about how for Auburn, all of that um, – you know, that performance at, at Penn State, even though they didn't win, it was such a good performance that there's a lot of goodwill that you've built up. You know, you lose to Georgia State, and it's all gone, and then some. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Auburn outscores Georgia State 22 uh, to zip in the second half, including 
Uh, two touchdowns in the last minute of the game. One, a fourth and nine conversion on a play that I think only can be explained by the presence of Auburn Jesus. Yeah, it uh, definitely seems like it. We it, watched it right before we it, recorded. His Lord and Savior has come. And then the pick six uh, to uh, one of the sacraments of Auburn football, you could say. <laughs> uh, they were able to, to get the win over Georgia State. What do you, what do you make of Auburn? Uh, because really, you know, it's the year of the pig so far, I think, in the West. And then, of course, Ole Miss has their chance. Uh, this Saturday to really spice things up. What's what's Auburn to you right now? The truth is, is I don't know. I don't know what Auburn is. I don't know if they really like define themselves. They had these two huge blowout victories of their two first games against you know um, FCS FPS. I can't remember what it's called. Teams. Yeah. Um, a good showing uh, against Penn State. That's right. Okay, That's, I'm sorry. I just like. Okay, good showing against Penn State. And then now this with Georgia State, like, I don't know what they're doing. They even ditched Bo Nix. Um, I don't know what, the third quarter? Something halftime, like that. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. And got this other guy who's like a big old boy and could finish the game for them. <laughs> TJ Finley. TJ Finley, yes. yes. Let's, let's go ahead and give him his Yes, Christian well, name. I will, I will. But also, <laughs> he's a big old boy. boy who could finish the game, which is good. <laughs> that was not a slight. That was, uh, you know. Well, it creates, so it creates this really interesting dynamic that uh, Auburn, so Bo Nix, I don't know if you know any of like the history. His dad played at Auburn. Mm. He was a quarterback at Auburn. And when Bo came in, he came in with another really highly touted quarterback, Joey Gatewood. Mm-hmm. Um and, remember that name from last year. Yeah, and and Gus Malzahn, uh, you know, it's not to say, you know, he picked the right or the wrong one, but, you know, Bo Nix, a son of a, a pretty uh, well-known figure in Auburn history, gave the job to Bo, Bo Nix, who has performed okay, but I think it would be said over two years has not really reached the level of hype that I think was considered for him. Um, so, of course, Gus is gone, and now you have Brian Harson, and he does what – Gus never did, and that was basically pull and bench bow. Um, so it creates this interesting dynamic going forward for Auburn of you know what's Bo Nix's role in the team. T.J. Finley, who's an LSU transfer, which is ironic because that's who Auburn plays next week. Mm. Um, it looked, I mean, he led them to the win, right? So like, what what happens here? And honestly, you know, Auburn's running attack is is great. Right with Tank Bigsby, right, uh, and they have another few talented young running backs as well. If they can maybe Finley, who looks to be better with his legs than Bo Nix is, even though he's not bad running the ball, that Auburn offense might be even better. I mean, just given like the moment, okay, we're gonna try T.J. Finley because there was always that kind of block because probably the politics of Auburn football made it hard for a coach to um, just roll the dice and go with the other guy. So we'll see. It creates a lot of uh, intrigue with Auburn football, which there's never a lack of, That's but true. even more now, I would say. See, I feel like Auburn, they're not going to do anything remarkable 
with their they're not going to go anywhere remarkable with their season i don't foresee them going to the playoff or anything like that but they're going to mess some people up yeah and i don't know if it's going to be georgia is it going to be Auburn? Is it going to be Arkansas? I would say Auburn will not. Although, oh, yes, Auburn, Auburn, sorry, actually, Auburn will likely mess Auburn up at some point. They almost did this week. That's true. Yep. It probably will. You're right. But I feel like they're going to do something screwy. Auburn Jesus is going to come against someone other than Georgia State. Um, and it's going to be super annoying. Well, Auburn's a great antagonist. Sure. I mean, they they are just a phenomenal antagonist. And as I've said, Bo Nix looks like the villain in a teen rom-com. That's true. So, he does. He does. Uh, be, speaking of quarterbacks and their looks, did you see what um, UGA's quarterback, JT Daniels, wore to uh, walk in the stadium? No, I did not. What did, what did he uh, What did he grace everyone's presence with so, in Nashville? So, like, usually I feel like when they walk in um, – they wear like it either team colors or like it's pretty well the college kids yeah yeah sure. i mean like the pros they, you see some different looks oh really especially nba oh i just put tj okay um yes well right but they have the money these are college kids right well they have money now too that's true and so some, does jt daniels yeah because he i can't remember who he's with um but you know he, I don't, I don't know if we've really talked about his vibe, like JT Daniels' vibe. Well, whatever his vibe is, he needs to stay away from that split, uh, splitting his hair, the center, the center split or the center part. Wait, that's, I mean, that's he's on Gen Z. That's what they do. So well, JT, my man, Let, let's think about this a little bit more. Um, boy, you're really uh, you're really taking your time over up. there. It won't come up. I can't find it. It's just him in his uniform. Ugh, I'm sure sorry. he looked lovely. Well, he has this like stash that like won't go away, but won't fully come in. It's just with I don't. The, and with the center part, it's not a good combo. It's, it's like me in seventh grade when I had the triple threat of round glasses, braces, and a buzz cut. Like, I mean, what more do you want? Out of a seventh grade boy, I'm never going to find this stupid image. Okay, anyways, it was a straight up seventies brown suit with like a a paisley or floral print. JT Daniels has, and he stood out from everybody else that was in like black and red. You know, Georgia is obviously like one of the. I mean, they're they're destined to play Alabama in the national championship in Indianapolis after playing them in the SEC championship. I mean, I don't I. Name me a team out there that can, at this point, that looks because I know Florida got close to Bama, but you put that in a neutral stadium, I think, and and Bama's going to get, Bama's got more room to grow than Georgia does this mm-hmm. year. I think I think Georgia's more of a finished product right now than Bama is, mm-hmm. so Bama's going to be better next time they play Florida or a team like that. They're going to be they're going to be better, and that's going to get. We have we'll have a lot to talk about Thursday night about this coming week because there's so much fun coming up. Uh, for next week, but um, but anyway, Georgia, like, I feel like JT Daniels is right now just the ultimate game manager. He is not being asked to win a game at all, and I think he's, I think he's growing into like, I don't know how familiar you are with the 1985 Bears. No, that won not. the Super Bowl. Uh, no, um, I know you have a lot of fondness for them. I but. do. I was not even alive, and I and I do because if the Bears winning the Super Bowl is such a crazy idea. But uh, their their quarterback Jim McMahon was kind of a a loose cannon uh, mm-hmm. a little bit personality wise. He was not nearly the best player on the team, 
but he put the team in the right spots to win, and he basically handed the ball off to Walter Payton, who who basically dominated the NFL for the the mid eighties. Right. Um, I I really see JT Daniels in that kind of a similar role where he is he's added that passing element to Georgia that they really have missed, even maybe more dynamic than Jake Fromm was able to do. Um, so I think that there is a there is a nice little like caretaker role that he has yeah and uh what's going to be interesting is when they do play probably florida um and then definitely alabama is is he able to elevate himself into something bigger uh that is uh that that's pretty solid you think you like it i do i do i do so you think you could pull that off no not at all he has very round glasses and i don't know i feel like give him like five years and you know he could be attractive but I think okay, well, that's that's just my hot take. It's like a and maybe a stylist. Okay, okay, yeah. or he could go on pot roast. This is why pot roast was invented, so I don't creep on these twenty year olds. <laughs> but really, when you came up with that, you were like twenty four. So I know, but it was like when I started and, and, to realize that these kids were not my age. Yeah, like these people were not right, my age and anymore. Now and now you're like thirty eight. So it's I like am, oh my gosh. See, oh. this is why we're six feet apart. I can't punch you right now. <laughs> Uh, anyways, um, yeah, you know, I, I, if JT Daniels is the one that brings this home for Georgia, it'll be interesting to me because I don't, I don't feel his personality on or off the field. You know, he hasn't had to show it, right? And I, this- and I don't think that's a bad thing, but it, I think it's going to be like when we won the um, SEC championship with was it DJ Shockley. Yeah, a long Back time in, ago. A long, long time ago. It's a very Georgia fan activity right here. Oh, sorry. Remember 20 years ago? I think or? it was like 2001 or something like that. Y- yes, no, 20 years ago. Yeah. Anyways, it was like something like that where he like he was not there uh, or starting. He wasn't like, I think he was between David Green and Stafford. Stafford. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it, that he was really good. Yeah. Like, and he did really great things for the team, but like, he's almost forgettable. It's not like, oh yeah, that was Cam Newton's year. Right. You know, or like, oh yeah, that was, um, you know, I don't know. I'm trying to name an Alabama quarterback. Well, it's like I, McCarron and McCarron, McElroy yeah, and all those, all those Alabama quarterbacks before I would say Jalen Hurts. Uh, they just are like, they were not the story because that team was built on defense and a running game, a defense that was just, Mm-hmm. out of this world and a good running game. And I, again, that's my theory that Georgia right now is pre 2015 Alabama. Mm-hmm. That's basically who they become uh, and who they are. And I think it's just going to be really, I think this whole like chaotic college football season that we have, I think there's still like, even though there's like a food fight in it right now, with Clemson losing this weekend, who I'm convinced is is terrible. I just do not think Clemson. Yeah, they had some tough. bad injury news today, too. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to end up going like eight and four or something like that. But you've got all this chaos happening in the middle. The Big Ten's a mess, right? Because Ohio State didn't look good. There's like five or six teams that could win the Big Ten. Big Twelve, Oklahoma doesn't look strong. Pac-12, you know, Oregon looks strong, but. They're all, you know, a dumb loss waiting to happen. You got all this chaos, but it's like at the end of the day, you know what's going to happen. You just mm-hmm. know that, like, if you look at the big view and not the little, like, short view, if you go out of the trees and look at the forest, you know, Alabama and Georgia are there. Mm-hmm. And until one of them loses, you're not going to convince me that it's not going to be them 
playing at the end of the year. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I think next week, uh, not to like get ahead of ourselves, but I think next week is going to be one of those separating, what is it, the cream from the the wheat? The cream from the milk? Tell me about that. <laughs> what are I we separating? I think it's the cream from the wheat, the, from not the wheat. The cream, I think it's cream of wheat. That's where I'm getting. I at. think that's it. I'm separating the cream from the milk. Right, because I think when you make butter, right, like oh, the cream rises to the top, and you have to like take the cream, and then you get the milk and the butter. Mm-hmm. Have you ever churned butter? I have. Really? Okay, yeah. then tell me. Did you have to separate the cream from the milk? Uh, I was like eight, mm-hmm. so I don't remember anything about that except yeah. that I moved it. Was and it in your backyard? It was not in my backyard. What century do you think I grew up in? <laughs> I don't know. It's like, yeah, so we, we, and we elected Abraham Lincoln as president. <laughs> I don't know your rural ways in, from Kentucky. Um, I think you were looking for wheat from the chaff. No, there's cream from the the cream. Crop. The cream rises cream to the, the top. The cream rises to the top. It's like cream of the crop. <laughs> I need to like really hone in my agricultural metaphors. You really do, it's, as it's we hard. all do. We need to work on that. It is. It's like he's. Anyways, the, I think next week you will. You will separate the wheat from the chaff. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. As because we said, if, agricultural metaphors. If if Alabama, you know, creams, <laughs> not to add another. We've, we've talked about that. Right, we have. Again. And I have gotten back up from my mom and my sister that we have Loyal said that. Loyal listeners, friends of the show. Yes, that we have said that the growing up. And it's anyways, um, you know, if Alabama absolutely annihilates Ole Miss and if Georgia stomps on Arkansas, that's it, you know, like know, that. For, no, I'm, I'm not saying that's it completely. I'm saying like that is a huge step up to your narrative, which right. is like, yeah, these yeah. are fun stories. Lane Kiffin's a fun story. Who's not cheering for Sam Pittman? Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's going to be and George I, Alabama. And I think it's up to every fan to decide, like, what is college football to you? Is college football all about, like, the the final three games of the year, which are the playoff games? And I feel like if that is what it is, if you just find value in the fact that, you know, get out of the forest and look at it over and you just see these two titans – that are on a collision course again, then that's what you're going to focus on. Um, I really want to continue to train myself to think that college football is so much more than just who's going to end up in the playoff because this sport is so screwy in so many ways and produces so many incredible moments that, you know, a game like what, or just the story of what Arkansas is doing this year, Arkansas is not going to go to the playoff. Okay. Right. I, I'm saying it right here on September 26th. Arkansas is not going to be a, in the playoff. Um, but I, I'm not going to make that my two lane lock of the week, though. Mm, you okay. know, I, I only reserve that for for special circumstances. But um, wow, should we celebrate what they've done so far? I mean, Arkansas is now the new king of Texas, right? Mm. They beat the Longhorns and the Aggies, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that. That celebrating those stories uh, and holding that as equal weight as this playoff, which seems like we will get two other teams in there. It's it's probably going to be Notre Dame because yeah. they're going to go undefeated and they're not any good, but they're going to go undefeated. They get a huge game this weekend with a team that actually 
no one's really talking about, mm-hmm. but I think has a good chance to go undefeated themselves, and that's Cincinnati. Oh, yeah. They're Georgia, Cincinnati who Georgia knows weekend. well from last that year in the bowl true. game. They're good. Um, but uh, so you get these other two teams, but it's not just about the playoff. Right. And I think that's what the SEC is also so much fun is you have these teams that just the stories of the just the, the narrative and the arc of the season, right? We, you know, LSU has been down. Arkansas has been up. Kentucky has been up. Florida's up. You know, Texas A&M goes down this weekend. Just how it changes week to week and enjoying that holistically is what the sport's all about. And, and I um, think we'll see that. Honestly, we'll just see that more once Saban retires. You know, I oh, think yeah. right now it's just really hard to see that because Georgia has not, as I get fired up about, they've not always been the top four no, 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 in no. the country. They've only been in the playoff once. Right. But Alabama has. Yeah. And I think with that narrative, it does make it almost a little predictable um which takes some of like the which i i think you could look at that as like dampening what arkansas is doing and what a&m did last year and what um auburn does sporadically you know that it dampens that but i don't think it does and i think that's why we have a podcast y'all hear our dog snoring (laughs) piper piper recording thank you yeah piper thought she'd join us she's like where am i (laughs) Anyways, enough about that. Um, I, I don't know. Do you have anything else about last week? Um, these games are. I think that, uh, that like we said at the very beginning, how we got 30 minutes out of this, because after the first five minutes, I was like, this is going to be over in like 12. Yeah, um, obviously I did too. <laughs> There's two. I have a couple other things that are outside of the games that I did want to Okay, let's mention. hit it real quick and then we'll, we'll rock out of here. Okay. Um, one, you know, usually I have warm and fuzzy feelings, which you didn't even ask me about. Well, your power rankings? Yes. Which made zero sense last week. Yes, and I got I a really, lot of pushback. Well, about, I didn't really want to bring it back because it, like, was so right. poorly so received. I'm, I know, and so I am not going to do warm and fuzzy. They're just going to have one, and his name is Sam Pittman in the oh, Arkansas Razorbacks. Because, <laughs> honestly, I tried to, how and I was you, like, I don't really have How warm- are you going to handle this next week? I know. I know. I have a couple days to prepare Even myself. Sam, we going back to Athens. I know. It's a whole narrative. I know. I'm, it's going to be tough. I'm, it's going to be one of those things where I'm like, I hope that they have fun. Oh, yeah. is that it? <laughs> the fun card. Yeah. Uh, but I did want to kind of bring up a story that um, actually a listener brought to our attention. Um, and this is um, outside of the SEC. But I think it's kind of interesting. So, are you up for this? Because you look kind of uninterested right now. Oh, my eyes glazing over. Yeah. Oh, go for it. Okay. Um, So, there's a coach named Kevin Kelly. Does that name mean anything to you? I don't believe so. Okay. So, he is a coach of Presbyterian College. Does that mean anything to you? Sounds like a fun place to be. Presbyterian College. Yes. It's a very small, it's, I think, FCS team, a school in um, uh, South Carolina. Okay. And um, they, uh, he, this is his first year there as coach, uh-huh. and he is known for um, one thing, and that is he never punts, he never kicks. So fourth down, mm-hmm. always go for it. Always go for it. Never, never punt, never kick. Right. Always go for two, never punt. What does he do after a touchdown? Onside kick. 
Always an onside kick. If he can help it, yes. If he can help. What is that? I don't mean? know. They like, gave him some wiggle room in all my research that he doesn't always, but it's like he always does this. How do they, so like, is he successful? So he um, was a high school football coach in Arkansas. Okay. And he won nine state championships. He did well. And one of his big rivals when he started, um, their team that actually beat him very, very handedly was coached by Gus Malzahn. Oh, wow. So him and Gus are actually pretty good friends now. That's interesting. Um, and they talk often. Yeah. And so this was his first, um, you know, venture into college sports, um, not sports, college football. Um, and uh, yeah, it's been really it's been really interesting to watch because I just can't even imagine. Well, how are any... they doing this year? Like, what are they? What's the record? So, um, the first game they had was against St. Andrews, and they won eighty-four to forty-three. Well, it's pretty easy when you're playing a golf course in Scotland, but you know, you <laughs> do what we, you have to and do. And then we head to the retirement, and they play Fort Lauderdale. Oh, nice! Um, and they won sixty-eight to three. Okay, he scores right. Yeah, but I guess if you're. Well, Always going for two. Yeah, but here, like, if you have the talent, like, you can. That's the thing. Like, if you're if you're in a position, like, if you're in a good program, you can almost just exert your will over your opponents. Mm-hmm. If you have so much more talent, you have to, like, if you go for it four times, you're going to get 10 yards unless mm-hmm. you like penalties or turnovers. But I don't think they had a lot of talent coming in. He just started in May. Because remember, the FCS, they didn't end their season till the end of spring. Right, right. Um, and they were really, I guess, Presbyterian College did not end well. And they really wanted a jump start. So they just hired this kind of crazy pick, and yeah. Kevin Kelly, probably for the notoriety, too, yeah, that yeah, he, he would bring. Props, because yeah. he, um, like, is he's famous for this. He got, like, yeah. there was one thing that... He said he like got this, oh gosh, I'm sorry, I should have written it down, like um, genius award. And he was like next to like these like scientists and like like peacemakers and then like a football coach for this, men, like him <laughs> at thinking differently about the game. And like he does like talks to like businessmen and like um, large companies about thinking differently and stuff yeah. like that because he has in for high school football i mean he's very successful yeah but he also says that he has a lot of haters he's like he but he seems to be a very like straightforward i'm going to tell you how it is kind of a guy yeah and he's like i take the criticism as much as i take the praise and he has had to take criticism because the third game they played was against campbell and not your former high school that you used to teach at it's a college in uh, north carolina okay i'd never heard of this campbell camels Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm they, assuming it's the same school. I I, I think uh, that makes sense to me. Sure. Yeah. Um. Anyways, they are actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Those camels, and they beat them seventy-two to nothing. See, can't the camel beat them? Yeah. Seventy-two right. to nothing. So right. that was like a very very big loss. Yeah. And so, uh, like an article I read was after that, and he was like, "I will read all the DMs on my Twitter." There are people like hating me because I take all of the criticism. Good for you. I know. I know. So he seems like a very intense person. Yes, he does. Anyways, they lost yesterday as well to Dayton, 63 to 43. I feel like that if you have more talent than the other team, sure. I mean, it's going to help you. But if you're at the same level or below, like it's it's very risky. It's very dangerous. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just feel like it's exhausting for your players. uh, Well, not for the punter. 
Not well, yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I actually heard an interview. Uh, yeah, I heard an interview from him this summer, um, and he said that like the second day he was there, he had to sit down with the punter, and the punter was like, "I'm leaving," and he's like, "Yeah, I get it. I'm oh, never gonna sucks. use you." Wow. He's like, "I mean, go for it, because I'm never gonna use you." Kind of hated for that kid. Honestly. I know. I, I know. Like, get to know that so, kid and see what happens to him. Yeah, I know. Man. So, but they have a quarterback, Ron Hefley, and he said FCS record record uh the first game for record number of uh touchdowns and an opener 10 touchdowns it's quite a lot it is so i mean i don't i think they're kind of interesting to watch um their mascot is the blue hose which is weird well hold on the what the blue hose is that an agricultural metaphor it is not no hose as in like hosiery or stockings hose okay h-o-s-e yes I thought you meant H-O-E-S. No. And no. I was like, what's that? We could go many different ways mean? on that of yeah. what a blue hoe would look like. Yeah. But the blue hoes never punt. <laughs> no, the blue hoes. There's a better guess, joke in there somewhere. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, but I guess they used to wear blue socks at the turn of the century, like mm-hmm. the last century, not this um, yes. Yes. Uh, they used to wear blue socks, so they're the blue stockings or the blue hose. And also they have, um, it's also a nod to their Scottish heritage as well. So. Well, uh, so I think we'll wrap it up. Um, oh, betting with Brittany. Tough. Oh, I know. We don't want to. We don't, yeah, we don't have to talk about Arkansas that. hit, but South Carolina, very close. South Carolina just lost by six and it was five point spread. Mississippi State didn't work out, so but that's tough. That's how betting goes. It is. You'll you'll be back at it next week. All right, so it's gonna be a fun week next week. Gonna be a lot of fun stuff uh, happening around the SEC. So we'll be back in a couple of days to take you through that. Not sure how we went forty two minutes, uh, but it happened. I hope you enjoyed it. So I'm Ben. I'm Brittany. And this has been you, me, in the SEC. Bye.